Hey, 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 welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today's episode it is basically going to be how Brandon makes a hell of a lot of money renting out his crap. Well, not his craft, obviously, the good, the good stuff, but like how he rents and uses the sharing economy to make a hell of a lot of cash for probably doing a very little work. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Would you say so? Oh, yeah. I mean, I literally don't do anything. <laughs> That's why he always looks so chilled out. Um, just wait, uh, just wait. When the baby arrives, mate, the, the wrinkles will come. and the... You know, it's funny. I was thinking that. I was like, uh, well, because we have a puppy, right? And she wakes me up uh, just like a baby would. She wakes me up at uh, like 2, 4, and by 4, I'm just like, well, I usually wake up at 4.30 either because my wife is going to a spin to teach or um, I just find that I get a lot more work done. And it gives me much more hours of the day. And in doing so, um, I don't have to do anything with the, these cars and the sharing economy. You have to, so the, to kind of encompass the sharing economy, uh, you have to think of Airbnb or uh, rental. Like it, um, if you rent a house from someone and you don't own the house or apartment, so you're renting an apartment, that's kind of the sharing economy. Someone bought an asset and they're allowing you to use it. And they're in an exchange, you're getting uh, paid. Um, you're paying them to use whatever it is. If that's an apartment, if that's a house, if that's a car, if that's your DJ sets, if that's your drone, whatever that is, you're able to rent things out to other people and make an income from it. I happen to use, uh, so before we owned some rental properties and I got into real estate. So we would rent our houses and then people would pay them down. And essentially that's how you create wealth, right? To create wealth, you have other people use their money to pay for your shit so that you can essentially uh, not pay for it and use your money to buy other things to rent it out to more people, which then ultimately they're paying down your assets and you're then able to allocate your income to other income producing assets. And it just becomes a flywheel. I'll give you an example. Um, I, I own two cars. I had one car at the uh, beginning of this year. I've rented out this car for two years and it was making me money. And I was like, why am I not getting a second car? And so at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'll get a second car. The first car's already paid off. It's been paid off for like three years. I might as well uh, have the income from this one car that's making hundred percent go towards paying down this car and making more money. By actually not buying the car, I'd be making less money, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like by not taking on debt, I'm losing money. So uh, I think that's a valuable lesson that if anyone understands the concept of leverage, then uh, this is very valuable. So I'll go into a little bit more deeper. So I have two cars now and I have people that are saying, hey, Brandon, where's your car? I need to rent it. I need It's, uh, it's on an app and uh, I don't want to uh, rent from someone else because you know, you're so reliable. You have all these stars, you're easy to work with. Uh, can I rent that car? And so now I have demand. And so now I'm like, life, 
I need to get a third car. And finally she said, yes, because, and we talked about this um, on the, how, can you make money as a stay-at-home dad? So if you haven't watched this series of uh, podcasts, you definitely want to start from there because that was the beginning of this five-part series on how to make money as a stay-at-home dad or, you know, anyone really. But um, I just became a dad uh, 18 months ago, essentially. And uh, we are having a baby girl. And so this is where this topic arose from. And so with this, I'm now adding a third car that the first two cars are making our cash flow positive. And by literally paying no money out of pocket, I am getting a third vehicle with no money out of pocket. And so 100% financed and 100% paid by other people renting that out. And so I'm sharing my vehicles to other people. They're renting them out and I'm getting paid for that. And I'm providing a car rental service, essentially. Uh, you can do this with your home. So people, there's a few ways. You can do it the uh, safe, more safe way, but more expensive to get in where you buy a house, you rent it out and you're able to uh, have someone pay down your mortgage or you can do it in a way of what people call Airbnb arbitrage, where you essentially don't own the asset, but you rent it. Say you are, uh, you live in a place that's a high uh, traffic area for forests, and you have an apartment, and you essentially put the down payment on the apartment. You put down, you furnish it, and then you pay your monthly rent for it but then you rent it out to people as an Airbnb. Obviously, you know the laws. Um, this is not financial advice. Make sure you are within the guidelines of whatever your laws are within your state or country. But essentially what people are doing is renting it out and renting it again to someone else and making the difference in the spread. And so people have done this and made millions of dollars by doing Airbnb arbitrage. There's another website called Fat Llama, which is a website where you can rent out uh, your drone. You can rent out drums. You can rent out like electronics, essentially, to people that you're not using. And uh, cars. And the sharing economy, if you're a stay-at-home dad, your car is typically just sitting there. My car is just sitting there. Brian's car is just sitting there. And so if we're able to share that with other people that might be in town visiting friends. Maybe there a lot of these people that are my uh, target audience, not really target audience, but most of the people that are renting from me are their cars in the shop and they need a loaner. They don't want to spend double the amount or triple the amount going to like a car rental place. So they'd rather use the sharing economy and they're unable to capture a percentage of the uh, revenue essentially from that marketplace of the car rental industry. And so if you're able to capture a small percentage, you're able to make a great deal of money actually. And so the sharing economy is just that you're sharing your shit and having other people pay it down and you don't have to do anything with it. So it's pretty nice. <laughs> so obviously you spoke about cars and you mentioned a little bit about Airbnb, like Give me some other examples, like uh, what else you can do on the sharing economy. I think you did also mention tech, where there was a fat llama. Yep. Um, right, okay, so we've got tech. Yep. We've got 
cars, we've got houses. Is there anything else that sort of stands out that you could probably make some decent money? You know what? I saw recently, um, and I don't know if this is really the sharing economy, but I recently saw something of like rent a friend. And uh, yeah, and so you can literally uh, rent a friend to go with you places. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe someone to talk to you. You know, I, I wouldn't. Escort includes like some kind of on, additional, uh, additional uh, bonus, I would say. Um, but no, there, these are people like to talk on the phone with or to text with. And I wouldn't really call that a sharing economy, but I guess it kind of could be because you're sharing your time. Um, but then again, I guess it's a service or a job and you're not really using an asset. Really the, the goal of the sharing economy is using an asset where you could rent it to other people. Um, I mean, I guess the sharing economy could be money, right? You could be a, you can person give a personal loan to someone, charge a percentage and then do that. I think they actually have websites where you can actually loan money, uh, like crowdfunding in a sense, then you get money based off of that. Uh, I mean, that's what banks do, right? Like, essentially, banks are just one big um, Ponzi in a sense, where people keep putting money in and it pays, you know, a small percentage. But you have to essentially uh, they take your money and they lend it to other people. They lend it to me as an investor at five percent, and they make arbitrage on uh, your 0.01 percent interest. Uh, they pay you 0.01, and then they charge me 5% or 7%, whatever the interest rate. Our loan for our mortgage is like under three. So it's like free money. But I mean, there are, I'm sure there's a million other things like that you could do to be in the sharing economy. I'm guessing books. I mean, you can buy them on Amazon or you can join. I'm guessing you can rent them out to people. I mean, that's a perfect one. I, I remember in, here we go. Uh, school, there used to be a... Um, the short amount of time I went to college, I remember for, you know, a couple of weeks and then I would ship it back. And essentially that's the sharing economy. I'm renting a book. They've already paid for it. It's an asset for them. And now they're making money on the ongoing textbook that they're renting out year after year to the same, uh, the different students every single year. Um, I was going to do a, back when I lived in California, we had a podcast studio and, uh, it was, I, it was in our gym. I, it was nice. And we were only using it a certain amount of times. And I was like, Hey, why don't we rent this out? And we just started to, to do that and start getting, uh, I guess interest, but then uh, I ended up moving to Texas. And so we ended up getting rid of all of that. But that's another thing you can do. You could essentially pay for all the equipment, set it up, and now you have a rentable space as a podcast studio in the So there's so many ways you could, or assets to make month after month uh, by just sharing your shit. Nice. So guys, obviously, I think there was a few different ways, wasn't it? And it was like, you have your asset, like whether it's your car, whether it's your laptop, the stuff that you've already got, then obviously you can go out and rent that. Mm-hmm. Then from there, there was, well, you could create something and rent it out. Like obviously doing the whole Airbnb arbitrage or like, for instance, like the, the podcast scenario, like rent an office, deck it out, 
make it look good and rent out for YouTubers, for podcasters, like studios. Like, so there's like so many different things that people can leverage and share because they don't want to pay what the traditional companies will charge. So no, I absolutely love that. And obviously it's a great way to, as you say, if you're at home, like have a look around, see what's around that you don't use that you could potentially rent out. And I think I've got a stack of phones I could probably take a look at um, that I just don't use any anymore. Um, so there's so many different things you could do. So guys, it's just about, do you know how when someone's like, I've, oh, I've got no money or oh, like I don't know where I can get some income from. Like it's about being resourceful. The sharing economy is very a very resourceful industry that you can massively tap into and make some cash. So that is the final part of this little series that we went on. Um, so hope hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you've got any other ways that you suggest to make money online um, as a stay-at-home parent, then let us know in the comments and we may dive into some of those little topics. But for now, we will see you on the next episode. Peace.